1: Welcome back to a new episode of Tuesdays with Tim and Kelly brought to you by Instacart. Guys, are you married? Got a girlfriend? This is a great way to get some brownie points. Click on our link in the show notes. See if Instacart is available in your area. I knew you'd get a kick out of this, Kelly. So text your girlfriend, text your wife, honey. I know you've got a busy day ahead. You know What do we need? Send me the list because you know she does it anyway when you go to the grocery store. And no one likes going to the grocery store. So if it's available in your area, click on the link. <laughs> have her text you the list. Order it on Instacart. It'll be shopped, delivered to your door. And you'll get some great brownie points. Kelly, what do you think about that? Oh, yes.
2: I think I think some guys may do the, right? be like, hey, honey, give me the list. I'm going grocery shopping for you. But we'll exactly. do the Instacart while she's at work or getting her nails done or something. And then, oh, look, I surprised you.
1: So, what about you? How hey. does that help you?
2: At least she didn't have to do it herself, right? Oh my God, I love Instacart. I do it every week. Um, because I'm busy with work and then juggling the kids, I don't, I hate going to the grocery store. So, I'd rather just go on there and get what we need and have it delivered within like an hour. Most of the time, it's like an hour or less. Um, and what's really neat is, let's say an item is not available. When you do your initial setup, they'll ask you would like to approve what they recommend as a substitute. But sometimes the, it doesn't do that. So then the shopper will actually message you and be like, Hey, they're out of that this, but they have cool. this. Is this okay? So, check out so it's kind of nice. You can get For real-time messaging your area. to know what's
1: going hey, on. Hey, it's Tuesday. Our week's just getting started. So we're going to talk about, I don't know, several things that, that in, are involved in your business. And the first thing we're going to discuss is some challenges. What's challenging you in your business this week? And if there's something challenging you, hit us up on our Facebook page, uh, Talking Pools, and, and let's talk it out. We want to know you know, what kind of challenges you're up against. Kelly, what's challenging you and your business?
2: This week, it's uh, being able to get everything done because my kids were sick for two days, and so I couldn't go to work. Um, I think one thing that benefits me is... Again, I don't have to worry about the route, but I schedule only so many repairs per day. That way, I have room if the repair takes too long, or if I have to take a day off for the kids. I'm able to move things around so I don't miss anybody or have to, you know, push people back a week or two because currently I'm booking out till June.
1: You know, so I definitely don't want to be missing people and making them wait. To be honest, I I have three. How about you, Tim? just got wrecked. So they're kicking my, you know what, and I'm just hoping to get through this next week, get them back on track. Cause it's been a couple of weeks and I, you know, this is kind of a lesson for me. Don't go every, you know, I'm all over the place. It's, you know, I need to tighten my routes. And so that's one of the things that's, that's kicking my butt too, because there's no opportunity to keep tight routes. You can maybe hit those pools again, a second time, you know, the next day, because sometimes it needs that. But if you can't make it back, it makes it difficult. So that's been a challenge for me. And I hate beating a dead horse, but damn, chemical prices and gas prices. Oh my God. So Texas, we were at 385 on Monday, 375 on Monday, and now we're pushing 430. I just came home tonight, $4.30. Diesel's almost six. What's it like in your area? Oh, you don't want to know. What are you running?
2: I paid $175 today to fill up my tank. And I have to fill my tank up twice a week. Yeah. I have an F 150. uh, I was just going to say 2006. I'm not into buying new vehicles and destroying them. (laughs) But, like, to be honest, no, it's not that bad. Like,
1: yeah, I, that's,
2: I need a lot of room.
1: That's awesome. Extended cab. And I need room cabs. for my I was kids. I say, I feel for the guys. So I have like the extended cab. <laughs> or Hemis or F-150s. Sorry. I run a little four cylinder Nissan van. So.
2: Yeah. No, but honestly, I, I looked at smaller vehicles when I first started and I'm like, this isn't going to be big enough for me because I was doing, you know, cleanups and service and repairs. And I'm like, this little tiny bed's not going to hold everything. So I'm going to have to stop at the house multiple trips to dump stuff off and put new stuff in. And I don't have that kind of time as a mom. So I was like, I'm sorry, I I, I need the big truck. And I think I'm used to it. But when I That's saw $175 a dollars day, today, and I had I'm like, to and had to pick a year ago it was like $100 it to, to fill up my
1: tank. And I remember those days of driving. Uh, and we'd go camping a lot, uh, tent camping. So it was the vehicle for everything, for my work, for my personal use. And we'd hook up a camper and, and load up the bed and go camping on the weekend. So I get that. Now I'm just driving a little Nissan four-cylinder van. And oh my God, I posted like something about my little van on Facebook. On a pool site, and two people were like, "You're you're gonna die. You have the kiss of death." One said, "I'm gonna die from the fumes," and the other one said, "I'm gonna die <laughs> in an accident." And then she came back and said, "Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't really mean to wish death on you, but yeah, it's gonna happen." <laughs> I know. I've been running vans for thirty years almost, and uh, that's I so that's messed I don't up. So often, I've got chlorine in my. Veins. <laughs>
2: Everybody tells me to get a van now that I'm doing repairs. Like, you don't need a truck, get a van. But I'm like, okay, what if I don't need to like haul a heater or something? Like my dad has a van and how he gets the heaters in the back of his van to go dump in his dumpster, I don't know. When I first started doing pools, I used my Jeep Patriot to carry the chemicals and my pole and everything I needed uh, because the deal was, once I hit 25 pools, then my dad would help me get a truck for work. So I ran that thing for like six months. I still have the Jeep as my private car. But like, I know a guy, when he first started, he used his Tesla. Yes. Not the truck, his Tesla two-door car. And he got I'll one of those hitches of that you put on at, the back and it like sits and he put his chemicals in there I've seen all kinds
1: of vehicles at distribution. from, But I, you I, know, you got to I mean, do what you got to do when you first start. Like if my truck would break down... My wife worked all day so I'm like uh, babe I'm gonna take your car and drive an hour to pick up some supplies and I'd be you know at a superior pools uh, and in a four-door uh, a launcher or whatever it was taking filters out of the box to make it fit in the front seat and loading up soda ash bags mm-hmm. in the trunk it was crazy and so I've I've done it but I see all kinds of vehicles out there so I'm, I'm just you know, talking <laughs> with this with me gas and and chemical prices, but yeah, people are out there in anything they can drive right now.
2: Yeah. And when you really break it down though, it's not that much more of an increase of gas. Like, yes, you get that sicker shock, but when you break it down to, you know, how many miles per gallon you're getting, it's, you know, it may be 10 cents more, 20 cents more, depending on where you are. So I don't, I think people need to be a little bit more like it's a whole knowing your numbers, like really know how much of an increase that is that way. What if it's, it's a bigger increase for you in your vehicle. You need to know if you need to raise your price or not. You know, maybe you know, my about hourly rate needs to go up a couple of bucks to make up for that gas
1: increase. When we just talked about some of the things that are challenging us, gas, chlorine and acid just went up again this week for me anyway. I don't know what everybody else is paying, but um uh, you know i've gone through a couple price increases to account for all of that stuff and there might be another who knows but mm-hmm. one thing i did do kelly and i want to thank you for this a while back you talked about setting limits and i did that instantly and setting limits on how much you know chlorine acid and and tablets mm-hmm. you're using per visit so that's helping as well try to curb some of those those costs so that was a great idea
2: yeah. And I think doing it that way also when you're telling a customer how much you charge, it doesn't freak them out um, because they get a certain number and usually like, okay, that, that sounds reasonable. But sometimes when you go and you're like, yeah, I'm going to charge extra for all chemicals, then they kind of freak out because they're like, okay, how much is this really going to be? Because um, not yeah. all customer know, customers know how much chlorine their pool uses. You know, some have
1: absolutely
2: Guess no idea. Are you a business whose market is swimming pool service professionals? Place your ad here. Send an email to talkingpools at gmail.com to find out how.
1: So it's book club people time. Thought it was crazy doing that. Our last episode, we talked about coming out with a book club. So what time is a, it? We got a couple book recommendations. You Yay! Got?
2: So before I say what I got, I had d- done some reading about um, ways for me to relax and enjoy life, not always be like go go go. And I read how reading actually will help your health, not just your mind, but your body because you're, you're, you know, kind of shutting down and just focusing on something that's not your everyday. Um, so it has a lot of like health benefits,
1: reading, not just reading helps me get to something sleep. to do. So, so I thought that was a nice little that way, yeah. tidbit.
2: Um, a book that I recently, I'll do it while I'm riding my stationary bike in my living room.
1: Is that on YouTube?
2: That way, I'm getting some exercise.
1: You riding but your bike. not
2: <laughs> just vegging on the TV.
1: <laughs> no. All right.
2: No. Hey, I got kids. I can't always make it to the gym. Um, but the book bu- the book I'm recommending that I've really enjoyed. It's not a very long book. You can also get it on Audible, so you can listen after you listen to our podcast while you're doing your pool route and it's called Lead with Humility, 12 Leadership Lessons from Pope Francis. Um, I think sometimes we forget about being humble and um, not always selling ourselves. And so sometimes we have to be reminded. um, A couple of the lessons was you have no room to judge you don't know what other people are going through and what's put them in their situations, and so passing judgment on them can hinder you having a good relationship with that person. It could be your employee, for example. Um, I really liked that statement, but there's a. It's about how Pope Francis has led the Catholic Church with that hum, being humble in mind, and so that he's not viewed as this dictator.
1: Sounds like a leader. Great word.
2: He's more of part of the common people.
1: All right. So I've got, I've got, uh, (laughs) I've got a book called Profit First. And
2: Kelly, our
1: last episode, you recommended, you know, some of the things we could do to know our numbers in our business. And one of the things you recommended was taking an accounting class. So accounting classes are going to teach you one way of accounting, sales minus expenses equals your profit. And that's how you pay yourself if you've got any money left after you pay all your bills. So profit first kind of flips that idea and sales minus profit equals expenses. So it's about profit first, paying yourself first. So taking that general accounting practice and flipping it upside down, we want to pay ourselves first. I mean, today I was thinking I'm out there, it's hundred degrees outside, you know, we do hard work, hard labor, we're out all day. It's We deserve to get paid first. So Profit First teaches that idea of paying yourself first. And it does require you opening up multiple accounts. So not just having your general revenue checking account that, that everybody runs on, but adding to that four additional uh, savings accounts um, and allocating money. So you're every time you get paid, so twice a month, you would send money, divert money, Automatically to a tax account, to a profit account, to you know different accounts, and and profit first really covers that. And I think we'll do a deep dive on some accounting practices later. And and just to uh, you know, we're not accountants, we're not tax advisors. I do recommend if you're going to read something like this to know about your business, talk to your accountant about it, talk to a professional that's uh, licensed in that area. So it's a great book to kind of turn your business around and learn how to pay yourself first. I know. I've been in trouble, you know, when I first started back in the early 2000s, 99, owning my, running my own business, my own pool business, starting that and getting into some tax trouble because, you know, you pay your bills and what do you got left? You know, after that, trying to pay yourself, pay your taxes and and learn all that. So I myself got into a little bit of trouble, got out of that. So I've kind of learned to allocate money towards that and account for that. I have several friends that talk to me this year and say, oh my God, I had to pay, you know, I got a $14,000 tax bill and I don't have the money. Maybe some of you are in that position or were in that position since we're past that. But this book kind of teaches you to pay yourself and account for those expenses. So great read. I highly recommend it. Check in our show notes. There'll be a link in there.
2: And if you guys would like to talk about it with us, again, we can always post yeah, something in our we group. And we can or
1: if you have some... And see how everyone like liked put on, it. Uh, put on the podcast put them on our social media and, and give us some recommendations. We love it's not feedback. All about business, right? What do we do for fun? What are you doing for you? What are you doing for your, go ahead.
2: There's such thing as me.
1: I two customers <laughs> it's not text just me go to night, work and answer the and phone, phone for the customers
2: o'clock. all day, all, all That's night. Right. You know,
1: I, I didn't respond because you know, you got to set limits, right? Kelly.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes. I I'm working on that. Um, no, but we really do have to do stuff to take care of ourselves and be present with our family. That's,
1: uh, that's taking care of your physical health.
2: Yes. So I try to, well, not just your physical health, it also benefits your mental health as well. They make, I found that it make, when you work out, if it's riding a bike or walking the treadmill or going on a hike, it kind of lets you be just more present in what you're actually doing and calm down and, you know, maybe get a little bit of that extra you know, whatever you're feeling in your body. The more regularly I do it, the better I feel and the better I function at work. And then also that gives me more time with my kids. So I try to put on my calendar every day, 30 minutes for exercising. If it's going to the gym or doing my stationary bike because I have the kids and I ran out of time, at least I always have that 30 minute believe me it, it's made me a lot calmer
1: not so uptight
2: the, and tense and just stressed like out stressed out.
1: out I don't do enough and so that's kind of why I brought this up is kind what of do a you do for for, for you to start doing things for me you know I love being on the water so I'm gonna take my family down south to the to the beach down to South Padre. Uh, island and, and spend some time on the beach this weekend and maybe next weekend, but it's Memorial Weekend. I'm sure it'll be slammed. It'll be packed this weekend, but not nearly as bad as next. So I don't know. We may go twice, but I'm, I'm trying to get home a little earlier, trying to go swimming with my boys, six year old and a one year old. So try to get them in. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's me trying to swim. I've seen that. Time. They do, especially my I've one-year-old. seen your he pictures. You tell them he wants to go swimming and he runs for the back door.
2: They must love that.
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: I um oh I was just gonna say, yeah, once a month when it's warm out, I try to take the kids somewhere. Um, if it's like a day trip to the beach, which we recently did as a reward for Max for behaving in school and participating. And then um, next month, I'm going to take them to Yosemite for the day. My yes. aunt lives right outside the gates, oh but that way gosh. they can kind of see nature and, you know, something other than their tablet. Even though like those trips seem stressful, like when you're doing it, they're like, okay, I can't forget anything. I got to make sure we have snacks, you know, bring the tablets just in case for the drive, you know, to get there. But once you get there, so we have people it's that do worth
1: all of that. Things. And I just want to bring you know, this up because something I used to there. do. And I'd love to get my boy involved in it. But anyway, have you seen Steve Edwards online? He's into drag racing. Mm-hmm. He's got a car, car called Mr. Hyde. He's on a lot of pool. Yeah. like he. I love that guy. I mean, I, I, I don't even know him. I've never talked to him. Oh, yeah. His, his racing yeah. and his videos and drag racing. I didn't drag race, but my dad and I, when I was younger, <laughs> 15, 14, 15, 16, uh, we used to uh, race a, a vet, road course, a Corvette. And we'd trailer it all over, you know, Indiana, Illinois, um, up north in Michigan. And it was just super fun. And that's kind of (laughs) of the best times that I remember spending with my dad. But I'd love to get my boy involved in in go-karting because we have a track, a race, a go-karting racetrack, like 25 minutes from us. So I might start that up. So that might be something we can do together. Ooh. I know. I might love it. I might have to race with him. Oh, he will love that. Oh yeah, he'll love that.
2: Oh well yeah. Know,
1: that's right. So that's what's my, he
2: gonna do it by himself at first? <laughs> you gotta teach him how yes, to drive the he car so you just crash it.
1: Room. So I'd have to teach him look. Even though he will probably love don't crashing don't crash. it. <laughs> it's not intending intending to crash oh the gosh. car. You want to race it and win the race.
2: See, I think that's something that's challenging for me is I have two boys and I had a sister and I'm a girl, so I don't know all the boys stuff to do with them. So I like to just take them to places that have lots of hands-on whatever, where they're free to just touch everything. I don't take them places where you can't touch a thing because it's just not going to work out. You, like my my now three-year-old, he, he is Mr. Destructive. And so I just can't see myself taking them to like an art museum. And him, I, I can see him like running That's towards exactly a statue and trying to climb it. That's just like a no go. I re- but I think I really luck out where I live. I'm nervous to take them by myself yet to like like Tahoe because we're um, we live two hours away from Lake Tahoe because I'm afraid of Michael just going like just running for the water and not, me not able to go catch him in time. He it's funny. he keeps me on my toes. <laughs> like I'm worn out by the end of the day.
1: It's funny. Now Max,
2: on the other I, hand, I he's very calm uh, and quiet. I two and-
1: girls. To young oh. girls, and I remember when, and so I was married before. So when my wife and I got pregnant, uh, and they they did the ultrasound, and they said it's a boy. I'm like, oh shit, what do I do now? Because I'd been used to raising girls, and now with these these boys, man, it's totally different.
2: Oh yeah, Um, see, when I was growing up, we would go out on the boat every weekend. We had a pool in the backyard that we swim in. I'm terrified to have a pool yet because they're still little. Um, and we did a lot of um, like horseback riding or my grandparents would take uh, me, my sister and my cousin, Corey, and we go to like every mining town in the count, you know, counties around us. And I think that will be really cool when they get a little bit older, because like taking into like the moaning caves and stuff and taking the tours into all the caves will be really fun or take them where boys they can, like practice that. gold Digging mining. Dirt, that would be awesome. But I think miners still like a that. little too little to do that. Oh yeah. No, I can't wait till I can do those things with them. I think, uh, the biggest adventure we're going to make right now is going to like wacky tacky where it's like this big, huge, like jungle gym.
1: That sounds fun too. Thing. And I just need to learn some, it's like some seven tricks bucks. about, uh, I think that's more age appropriate.
2: Hey, and I found out that what's it called? Um, this wacky tacky place. is like seven bucks to go and you can play for like three or four hours. (laughs) Think about what
1: you can do for you and your family. And it's not all about the customers and your phone. So spend some time with the kids, your wife, your family, or do something for yourself that's going to benefit you and your mental health. Kelly, we talked about a lot, challenges in our business, a couple of book recommendations and what we can do for you. Do you have any final thoughts?
2: Just make time for yourself, make time for your family work can always wait. Believe me, I have customers when I do like check out, focus on like my trips, they blow up my phone five or six times a day and it's okay. They're not going to die. It's a pool. (laughs) Like it's a pool. Um, But you, you really have to take some time to yourself and just decompress. Otherwise you will go crazy. And when you go crazy, it's going to take a lot longer than you taking that one or two days off or the 30 minutes a day.
1: The only time you know, the
2: only stuff time like that. I
1: really choose to take a day off is when it's forced. Like the air conditioner happens house to is all dead. This. hasn't worked in 24 hours. So my wife and boy spent the day in 90 degree uh, heat, got in the pool a couple times. But other than that, it's hot in the house and still not fixed. So we're dealing with that, but usually, you know, Flat tire, uh, no AC—you know those kind of things that force your day off. So try to uh, take days off that aren't forced. Yes, and I'm hoping that doesn't. Uh, Believe me, ruin this I still have
2: trouble making sure I don't work on Saturdays. Oh, I'm trying. I'm supposed to go to a golf tournament, a pool golf <laughs> tournament, on Saturday, and that means no work for me Saturday. So I'm working very hard at doing that. See, you can That's go great. do relaxing things uh, that are still so, pool so related, just not you just working at picking the pool. It up? I have no clue. I have no clue how to play golf. Um, I told them that too. Uh, I was, when they asked me to join the team, I was like, "Sure, I'll go," but uh, I don't know how to golf. As you see, I have some golf clubs there I purchased because I'm a girl and I'm going to be with a bunch of guys. And I guess girl clubs are different than guy clubs.
1: You should. And some video. I want to see it. This should be interesting. Maybe I'll have to post it online. There's a foursome (laughs) and it's best ball. We're good because you're not going to find any of mine. So we might as well just play on.
2: (laughs) That's what what ours is, is best ball. That's why everyone's like, it's okay. Um, But I even though I don't know how to play, I go because of it's a great time to network with other people to build your business. So it's like a twofold. It's I get to a
1: blast. I'm sure. Not work, but work and have fun. And thank my you for business. listening to Tuesdays with Tim and Kelly. We have two new ways you can support our show and we look forward to talking about you. If you're a, if you're a supporter, click on our PayPal link in the show notes and join our growing tribe of supporters. Please follow, like, and share our podcast. This helps us reach more pool professionals like yourself and helps our show move up in the rankings. If this podcast has helped you in your business, let us know, get on social media, tell us about books you might want to recommend or what's challenging you in your business, or post some pictures of what you're doing for you and your physical and mental health. Email us at talkingpools at gmail.com. Don't forget, our show survey. It's in the show notes. It only takes a few minutes and we want to learn from you and how we can provide you with better content. Thanks again for listening to Tuesdays with Tim and Kelly. We'll see you on the next show.